There's a difference between do it yourself and do it for a living. At the Home Depot, we get that. And we're here to help pros get the job done with the products and brands you trust. Technology to keep your job on track. Job site delivery to save you time. And bulk pricing on over 4,000 items every day to save you money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. Hello, everyone, and not just the people on the internet. Uh, welcome to another episode of Dark Tank, the podcast that is visibly a trap. Uh, is a podcast where uh, where white people try their best and often fail. Sometimes they do okay. Um, just before we begin, I'd like to give our weekly reminder that is just starting this week of who's trash in the news. Uh, it's R. Kelly. It's always R. Kelly. Oh. Um, just thought you should remember that. Um, this week we're going to be talking about interracial dating for some reason. Um, now this is, it's been a subject, um, of concern for people for forever. Um, you know, for various reasons. People, people, a lot of people have their different takes on it. Uh, people got mad at Donald Glover after uh, his America found out he is married to a white woman. Uh, and all these black dudes came out of the woodwork to defend him, but they did it all weird. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't all it help. Was like, yeah. They did not all help. Yeah, uh, is uh, something along the lines of, well, black women don't like nerds was their take. That's not true. Not true. If that's we the case. We just don't like toxic masculinity. Exactly. <laughs> Serena Williams is married to the co-founder of Reddit, which is a battered nerd shelter. So, uh, so what are we talking about? Um, and I feel like it is a cause for a lot of conversation and a lot of unresolved tension, I feel like, in... Uh, minority communities especially, and in the white community for uh, other unfortunate reasons, I think. Um, and I am interested to know what everybody's take on it in the room is, but we're going to hear from one of you first. <laughs> Wait a um, second. <laughs> <laughs> well, white speak first. <laughs> well, I speak first. Uh, <laughs> So our guests for this episode are, we've got, first of all, uh, Chanel Ali, who you've seen on MTV's Girl Code. Hello. How hey, you doing? Hey, thank you so much for having me. Of course. Thanks so much for being here. I, is, there, is there a white man for me here? Uh, you Look, we can find one. I can make oh. some calls. Okay. okay. You got Bye. Leif here. He's always, uh, you know. Hey, Leif. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks That's... for having me. Me and Leif are going to have fun. Oh, already man. made you coffee. Oh, I'm so excited. Off to a good start. <laughs> made you coffee. That's a good man right there. It was a good heart. Uh, over here to my right, we've got uh, my. It's so I'm so glad you were in town for this. Me too. Uh, this Danielle so Perez, who you've seen on Jimmy Kimmel Live and Stand Up NBC and all these other things, <laughs> so many other credits that oh, just too many, <laughs> <laughs> truly too all many. The letters. <laughs> yeah. All letters that no one knows. Yeah, 
How are you doing? How I'm are doing, doing well. I am on day three of being in New York City from yeah. Los Angeles, and this is what my voice sounds like. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're surviving. We're, oh, great. Can I ask what you came into town for? Sure. You... I'm, I came to do shows, yeah. and then I shot something cool for MTV also. Oh. Yes. That'll be out. Ooh. More ladders. We getting money. Yes. <laughs> Okay, and this week's uh, gentrepreneur for this episode um, <laughs> is a very funny comedian in New York. You've seen her at the uh, Laugh Your Asheville Off Festival. It's very funny. Uh, Katie Boyle, how are you doing today? I'm good. Hello. How are you? Oh, great. This Yay. is very exciting. Succinct and perfect. And um, I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's deliberate. Okay. But it's a friendly environment. I like yeah. to think we I, are nice to people. Yudoye asked me to do this podcast, and I said yes, and then told me the team. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yeah, Fun! well, you know, I didn't ask you to get on a boat or anything. Like, uh, <laughs> I didn't ask anybody to get on a boat. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Irish people got on that boat. Oh, boat. you will. Oh, a different oh. boat. Oh I thought you meant like when you Oh were, no 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 yeah. no no no, 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 no it's, it's fine. Fun. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. <laughs> I thought you meant when people get <laughs> Look, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's just that ten years from now somebody's gonna bring that back up and just clarify getting on the boat in Ireland. No, we don't know. No, 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 we don't we don't need to say that. Ladies and gentlemen, we did not plan. No need to clarify anything. No, this is great. This is good because she's already on pause, so she's very, she's like very ready to jump back and be like, "No, wait, <laughs> listen, we were on boats, you know, we were on boats." I like it. I like it. Getting, getting the boat in Ireland is also a term for going for an abortion. Um, oh, yeah, it's actually so. Uh, you guys are really excited <laughs> about that That's another thing I find really hard here is because the terminology is so different that I had to keep constantly censoring myself when I came over because I was like, oh, this means something so different. It's wild. But, is so, it getting on a boat to like um, the main, like more Eng- England, England? Or, um, yeah, so to England or, uh, yeah, well, I suppose England's the closest because abortion just became illegal yes, like, for yeah. years. That's what yeah. you'd have to do. And they would be like, oh. She's gonna get in the boat. She's got. She got the boat. Oh, okay. That's wild. This is interesting. Because, okay. like, in America, it was a kind of thing of like she is like going abroad or like she's going like summer, like you know, she's summering somewhere else. Oh, because it was usually rich women so- who were able to afford abortion back in the day when it was illegal. Well, see, so it's, it's the same- poor women where they can't fa- they can't afford the plane, but also and then get- getting uh, the boat was when uh, Irish people escaped uh, to America. Um, oh, British okay. rule. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah um... I definitely saw that coming. Okay. Yeah, I, I we were really excited for the abortion the stuff. Abortion shit surprised me a lot. Yeah, that was that. that, that was, stuff. I, I, I <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I knew what you meant. Wait, no, no, wait, where? Uh, and then I was like, what does he think I'm saying? And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. Well, this well, is exactly what happened with me and my ex boyfriend. Yeah, okay. Well, Segway. Okay, so, that seems like so, a, that no, sounds like so a good when launching I, point. When, when I first came over, I started dating a black man, and everybody said to me, oh, you're only dating him because there's no black people in Ireland. It's just a fetish, which is actually not true. There's a lot of black people in Ireland because a lot of people emigrated from Nigeria when there was a lot of troubles there. So I grew up, um, like it was majority white people, but I grew up with a very mixed cultural uh, background. But the only thing is that's different with Ireland. I didn't, so coming over here, I didn't, this is the first time I've like 
even heard of like racism if that makes sense because even though they were I never obviously I didn't hear of much of it until right. I was here so when I started dating my boyfriend I got to like he told me a lot about it but he didn't expect my ignorance as much and I was like whoa okay I did not realize to I just and I never had to think about it before and I think because uh living in Ireland even though I grew up with people from different cultures it was like it's still different than from here because it, it's not yeah. the same yeah it's like an, is I, it more no. classist out there yeah definitely and I think that like is there people who are in my class or whatever like I can't ex- say what they experience or whatever but I, I never heard open racism the way I did here like I worked in Greenwich Connecticut and I couldn't believe what I was hearing people say the way they treated people so I was it was just really shocking to me and then presuming that I've never met black people until I came over here as well was a total shock to me as well because you know I grew up outside the city it's it's not it's not the way people presume Ireland is like that we're so living over there with no black electricity black men running around in Ireland mm. do you, they, you yeah. have so what you're saying addresses. is there's black people <laughs> <laughs> when I yeah when I was 13 uh, I fancied one of the guys in my class his name was D and his family were from Nigeria and I fancied him so much and he wrote me a, he wrote me a love poem you fancied him and he <laughs> wrote you a poem but he said that I had beautiful green eyes and then I went I can't fancy you anymore because my eyes are blue and I feel like you wrote this poem for somebody else oh, <laughs> oh <my> man <laughs> <laughs> but oh, so man. D. My, boy, my boyfriend over here, he, uh, well, I actually so I've dated two black men since I've came over. One of them uh, is from Brooklyn. The other one is originally actually from Ireland. And I found I was, you know, <laughs> how did I manage to find yeah. the one? Irish yeah. black man in oh, yeah, right. <laughs> She knows them all. So he um, he was really, really interesting because he was, he's actually an alcoholic and he struggled a lot with his uh, identity because living in the place where he lived in Ireland was countryside. So I grew up, grew up outside the city. So people's, uh, perception of Ireland in the con- would be true in the countryside. Like, yeah, so right. he was his mother had met his father in London, and then she moved back with him. So he was the only person of color in his town, and he experienced a lot of racism, and um, he still struggles with it to this day. And we, while we were dating, there was something he said that he needs alcohol to kind of he just just can't cope. It's something he still he he really struggles with his uh, identity, and that was really hard for him. Yeah, I. Uh... I totally understand that, and I, in a, in some ways, relate to that. I went to very white schools growing up, and it's sort of like a difficult thing to reconcile being in that environment. Like, it, even if it wasn't your choice, it sort of makes you wonder, like, what you did that put you in that position, or like, what choices you made when you were younger, or what kind of person you were as a child, and then it's not until like you're an adult and you end up in like in adult situations i guess where you just start to i mean people really start to question your identity for you <laughs> yeah and so true well it's yeah. a thing of like i often wonder like my i'm afro latina i'm dominican my parents are from the dominican republic they immigrated to new york and then they met in boston then they moved to los angeles so i was born and raised there and there are no dominican people in los angeles like people just had no idea what the fuck i was like yeah are you black and mexican it's like no i'm not like i grew up mm-hmm. speaking spanish it was my first language mm-hmm. but like I very much felt rejection from, like, Los Angeles, huge Latino population, but it's very Mexican, Central American, right? Right. It's just not the same as the Caribbean. It's just culturally very different. And I'm not African-American. I'm black. I didn't understand I was reading as black. Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, you know, it's like, I know what my family looks like. I know what I look like. And I know we speak Spanish. 
it was just very confusing to me. I didn't understand that a lot of like the ostracization I felt like growing up was because of that. Like I didn't fit into anyone's like cultural expectations of what yeah. I look like. And I often think it's like, what if I had grown up in New York, right? Around more Dominican people, like yeah. what kind of person would I be? Like how, mm-hmm. how your identity would have been shaped it, a little mm-hmm. differently. It's yeah. mad how people need to group you though. Cause even with uh, my ex, we would, we would go out and people would hear my accent and then when they would hear his accent, they would always go, oh, sh- I don't understand. You don't look Irish. And it would just crush him every yeah. time. He'd be like, fuck do you think? Like, you know, it's, it, it, yeah, he found it. But pe- people are just like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think as far as like, just like interracial dating goes in that sense. Um, first of all, I think people tend to not account for like, just the environment that you're in like you date the people that are close to you more than anything i think um yeah your population yeah and um and like there's always a question of like how you ended up around those people or whatever but like you know you date who you're around it's not always like a fetishization type of thing if you're in new york and you're like a white dude and you're exclusively date Asian women that's weird (laughs) (laughs) and that happens a lot well I know people who are interested in me just because of the Irish accent like Irish Americans definitely fetish fetish, I can't say that word fetishize really oh yeah yeah. is it is it that they just want to be close to the motherland or it makes like they legitimize themselves they need to hold on to that culture so much and the culture they're holding on to is from the famine it's like 200 years ago oh god we don't speak like that we don't talk like that and it's a you know, it's a contemporary place now, Ireland, and they'll be really like, you know, they love me because of the Irish thing, but not because of my personality. And mm. it's a, it's something I have to, you know, always kind of like fend off or whatever. And have people come into the bar. And, oh, I'm Irish American. They start speaking Irish to me, and I'm like, I don't fucking speak Irish. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, I so I'll have a question, and um, I feel like the tone in here is a little uh, is a little dreary. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna remind us all that it's a comedy podcast. Oh, and I'm sorry. Gonna pose, I'm, I'm gonna pose <laughs> a question, funny. and I'm gonna pose a question. Okay. What do we think? <gasps> oh wait. Well, the first time I She's saw like the boat. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, this isn't yeah. funny. Well, no, because this is a stereotype. Well, this is gonna sound awful, but the but. I did get scared when I when I saw the penis for the first time because it was twice, three times the size of an Irish penis. Wait. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, three times? On. Easily. Three it hurts. Hold on. I was like, and this wasn't an ex-boyfriend. This is the only time I really had a one-night stand. Sorry, Dad, if you ever listened to this. But um, I was like, I'm fun and young. and Dad's already upset. He like, <laughs> <laughs> no. Dad's been mad. Dad, oh, dad's, yeah. It's a sad dad. It's a sad oh, dad yeah. right it now. was like, three I was times. like, because Irish lads, I guess, are much smaller. They're even smaller than... American men and wow, oh. wow! I didn't know that. Hey, no. oh, was with, sorry to claim the whole Americans nationality. Oh my god, Irish well, guys are gonna hate me. Well, well that's a, I, I think know. that's a good. I was with. Yeah, that's a good jump off into my next question. Uh, how do you think you go into like an interracial relationship without that fetishizing uh, <laughs> mentality? How do you do that? I don't know. Do I, do, I definitely don't fetishize weak white men. I just end up having sex with them a lot and <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't want a big large scary penis either so uh, it wouldn't be a fetish no i me. like a well, big penis no, i'm not scared well, of the dick i'm not <laughs> I'm scared i'm like oh i want to put that thing in my mouth 
This girl is like, I'm going to choke. I will, I will just stress with no other oh. context given that some of them are regular. <laughs> yeah. Some of them, I I'm not, not regular it. I'm not going to say no anything more whatsoever. than. No wow. context required. Some black decks are regular. <laughs> well, I do. Some black decks are regular. No, I did, like, some Asian my, decks are my, big. Some my Asian decks are regular. My ex boyfriend had a regular size. Different. Irish yeah. size, nearly. Because and he was an people. Irish one. That was. Yeah. I, I think oh. just when they are, you know, as described, <laughs> uh, you notice. You take note. And then I think, um, you know, it's just it's just confirmation bias. You know, yeah. I think we, if you saw, if you see a massive white dick, you're like, oh, I didn't expect that. Super yeah. Surprising. You know, Super but you see him. But yeah. you see him. I see him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely have seen a, a big white peen. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah. At some point in my life. And they're, it did they're, surprise they're me. out here playing basketball and it now. You know, even more because he didn't seem that cool. <laughs> Honey, they're all, those Wait, big I, dicked you, white guys are always the worst white guys yes. they're always the most milk toast boring yeah. mm -hmm. I was like whoa unimpressive regular, per people like, oh yeah because that's and one I'm more like, thing they never had to think about totally. but with certain black guys I feel like I'm like hmm you carrying because I can tell off that yeah you talk to the police a certain way where I'm like that what you were going to ask? Oh, had of you, oh, course yeah. not. He was not going to ask about Irish bean. I, <laughs> really. I, I feel so today. bad no. for like setting no. a bad reputation for all the no. Irish penises, but I think they would say the same. Like we oh. don't even sell magnums in Ireland, so that's for... <laughs> is that more to do with morality? We're going there. Okay, you know what? <laughs> we sell uh, Jurex, which is I'm like never going for to average Ireland. penises. <laughs> okay, first of all, magnums are just stretchier. That's it. Um, they're the same size. Look at this research. You know, it's like I. Stretchy. <laughs> Been to college. <laughs> well, I have. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm sorry. <laughs> Just stretch here. I don't know how. I don't know if it's like, like a, I don't know the technology. I don't know if it's like a mesh net here. thing. Yeah. So I think when you say interracial dating, if it's a person who's not from this country, mm -hmm. that maybe just accept ignorance and, and and kind of communicate better because uh i felt like sometimes i would say something and then i'd be like walking on eggshells a little bit and i'm like i didn't even know that that was a thing i didn't even know that that was your experience i had no idea so like admitting that you're ignorant to it absolutely kind of opens up the door and then for being you to okay with being like questions. okay i'll educate you a little yeah because my ex-boyfriend what happened was this is gonna sound really bad <laughs> is it all yeah. is it like should i fucking yeah, say this okay we're She's listening. looking up at God. Yeah. If you guys can't see her, she's looking up at God so every time. What happened was an Irish friend came to visit visit us at the bar, and he said uh, when he was, he, I was like, "Oh, you're gonna, you know, meet my boyfriend and stuff." And he said, "Oh, like, you know, I thought he was gonna be like ghetto black." And my boyfriend was really, really upset, and I was like, "I don't think he meant anything bad. You know, he's not from here." And he was like, if you think you didn't mean anything bad, you're racist. And I was like, well, I just, I had just moved over here. I didn't really. And now in hindsight, I see how to characterize anybody. But I had to learn, you know, I had to be like, okay, you know, I just, right. it was more ignorant. And yes, I definitely probably should have given out to my friend, but I didn't at the time because I was still sort of assessing the whole thing, if that makes sense. Right. And we ended up in it. Like he ended up really, like I didn't, 
argue but he was really mad at me and it was like for a while and it was only yeah. later that I was like okay that makes sense <laughs> yeah but did he say that in front of him he yeah. was like oh I thought you were gonna be more ghetto yeah oh man <sighs> There's so many levels. There's yeah, a there's a lot. It's a lot to unpack. <laughs> and it was yeah. like, it was a horrible stereotype to put on because I needed my boyfriend and at the time had a really good point. He was like, well, did he just presume that I wouldn't be educated? And I was like, well, I think he just moved straight over here. And I don't know. I like, what like, did he, did, was he like, oh, you don't even have a gun on he, you. Yeah, He's like, like oh, I'm like, what's been break dancing? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, where is the standard like, of ghetto for that guy where he was like, well, come on, your pants are regular yeah. size. Like, yeah, you have well, a respectable sweater on. Like, it's a lot of well, categories was, to fill in before you're yeah. like, oh, you've reached ghetto. Yeah. Now you're ghetto yeah. now. So to hear a person break it down like that and be like, "Oh, you, you're a different kind of black," is yeah, like, and also what? like, was he disappointed? By that? <laughs> he was like, like "I thought he... we were going to be dancing a lot." Yeah, like, I think I thought we were going to commit a drive-by yeah. to a because to a ride in. You don't even smell like weed. Yeah, <laughs> but, but so he would have been um, a couple of years, like two years higher to, to me in school. So he would have definitely like the guys that I piled around with who are black. He would have definitely known them and met them. But I wonder if he, he just characterized American black as different. So he was like, oh, yeah, you're like an Irish black thing. person. Yeah. That is a thing. Uh, and I, I didn't communicate yeah. that to my boyfriend at the time because I was like so just like, oh, God, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. But I think now if, with the few years to have thought about it, um, I, th- I really think that was his thing. I think he was like, oh, you're just like one of the guys back home. And he was expecting like. Right. You know, yeah. This American that is, stereotype of mm-hmm. black people that you see in media. And that is the thing. Portrayed. Even in like African movies, they characterize American. American black people very differently than they really? characterize their own. Yeah. Do you know what a great movie is? Um, and it, it comes well. It you know um, the guard, uh, Don Cheeto's in it. And uh, is that guard. Well, so it's an Irish-based movie, and it's in the countryside. And he comes over, and you know he's like deflecting all the stereotypes like the mm-hmm. the, guy, the, pol- the policeman he has to work with he's with the FBI but the policeman he has to work with is very ignorant and is like oh you're gonna sell me drugs and he's like what the fuck yeah. and he's re- it's a really good movie for him being kind of like this is ridiculous is this how you see us like and he's like well I never saw a black person before and yeah. the, the kind of play of the two characters and he's really patient with all the ignorance and he's just like no that's not true and that's not right and yeah I've I've gotten like sort of tired of seeing that type of narrative to be honest I'm, well, I'm like so no, I, I'm I, like, I, I know what you mean you know what I mean like I'm just, I like it's the same thing where like any kind any type of racism there's it's like this the narrative help of, like, like it's just the, oh yeah, it's this I'm narrative being patient like, and helping you overcome your, oh, okay. exactly. your See, I haven't seen a something lot of that, that yeah. if you frankly read a book you know what I mean just yeah. like yeah. had a little bit more of a world view on something outside yeah, of just maybe. like what you've been raised in you can see like this isn't great yeah and but, and just in general there's just like this narrative of like the forgiving black person i well, guess i, well, yeah. like, I think you, i think like, you should definitely yeah. watch the movie first because i'm probably not explaining it well because it's definitely yeah. not where he's like forgiving well not forgive not forgiving like, but like, like shut the fuck up not forgiving yeah. but like more patient than well, he, they because they be, work like, together and he's coming yeah. over to this place it, yeah but yeah, I, yeah. I see what you're saying but it is it is but that narrative is movie. just, like, very common in, like, just media, like, books and movies and TV of just, okay. like, this, like, black person that's just, like, I'm going to be okay. It's okay for you to fuck up and be this piece of shit around me because mm-hmm. at the end of it, you're going to learn tolerance. Exactly. You know, yeah, you're going to learn like, not to treat people. Like, yeah, and it's just, that, like, remember the Titan shit. Uh, and just like, you, well, it's also not like that because he doesn't learn tolerance. He just kind of, he's, like, giving out to him. And the old guy is just, I'm a fucking old guy. And I'm stupid. Yeah. Well, even, so, even then, it's, like, 
he still like sort of gave him the room to yeah, improve whether he did yeah. or not. You yeah, know? I understand. I understand. And I mean, for me, the whole issue of just like, uh, just like interracial, really uh, interaction at all, but yeah. especially in relationships, is just there's like such an expectation of. I think a lot of emotional labor from yeah. the person of color where you are questioning your identity, you are questioning like there's a lot of talk of like whether uh whether it's like anti black to be in a relationship with a white person or all this stuff. And that's why I brought up R. Kelly earlier. It seemed like <laughs> a, it was sort of a dumb thing. But like when you talk about like a person who's in like a committed loving relationship with a person outside their race is that more anti-black than a person who is in abusive relationships with someone of their race you know what i mean or someone who like is uh openly openly misogynistic a predator or uh or in other cases like homophobic transphobic or anything else but I don't think sort, it's anti-black you know, to date someone if you're black to date someone who's not black. Yeah, I don't exactly. Think that's yeah, black. I'm just and I bring yeah. it because the question sure. always but it, comes it's up. Also, you, know? you know, it's hard no matter what. It's like it's hard for me to date Americans full stop because I'm like just it's so culturally different. Yeah, and that's it's another hard. thing that comes up in general. Yeah, like, there's so many yeah. there's so many things, and I'm sure. Yeah, I just think communication is so important, and I don't think. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Chanel, have you dated white guys? I have. I dated um, two. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that. In my 30 years. (laughs) What was the best thing and what was the worst thing about dating white guys? Um, The worst thing for me was uh, golf on television. Oh, what? Stop it. That's rude. Uh, Yeah. Uh Like, I remember even it it got to a point with this one guy where I was like, "Ah, come on. It's just like all day. It's like, come on. And the whole zone in this apartment, like the whole vibe, I just hate. Like, can we just please? Was it like very like polo shirt and like chat vibes? It was. It was. I'm sorry. It was. But what he, did you like about him? That guy used to cook really good. <laughs> yeah. He used to be Girl. So, and he was so romantic, like bubble baths. Ooh. Like I would wake up and he would always be like prepping for the romantic day. All right. Where, A Nicholas where, Sparks kind of moment. Where was he from? He was from Wisconsin. Is that oh, the Midwesterners are kind of blonde hair, blue eyed, <laughs> corn fat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I also dated another white guy who was a musician. He was a professional musician. Okay. And um, he just was a regular guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't really feel as much of a disconnect with him in terms of him being obviously white and me being black as I did with a guy who watched golf all the time mm-hmm. because with him being a musician and being very like cultured and just growing up around music and traveling he had mm-hmm. been to so many places and done so many things like to, to say you're a professional musician you've had to uh, you know encountered a lot of battles he was just so much more worldly and I remember thinking I, I'm learning so much from you like I learned mm-hmm. a lot about business I learned about being a better comedian and handling my 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 actual business better because he had done it himself, you know? Um, So I didn't feel as much of a disconnect. So I don't think it's anti-black. And I remember when Kendrick Lamar came out with a song that had some lyrics about black women that were amazing. Like, I love, you know, the natural Mm -hmm. and bring back the stretch marks. And everybody Mm -hmm. was championing championing him for these lyrics. And then uh, some pictures were released of him with his girl, who I think is very Mm light-skinned or maybe even mixed. And people were all up in arms. Like, this is, you know, ridiculous. And I'm like, listen... 
you know, this guy came from a black woman. He uh-huh. is black. And if we're trying to find, you know, what we what we really define as good love as it doesn't matter what they are, then how can we say that her love for him is worse than an, a full black woman's love for him? Like maybe he's elevated to the point where he's speaking about black love so amazingly because he's in a good relationship. You know what yeah. I mean? So he's able to look back at his mom and have real respect and real love for the man that he is yeah. and how open he is to so many things because he realizes he came from that real black love. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I definitely don't think it's anti-black. Thank you. That was great. That is. That was a... Uh, Chanel oh Ali God. for president. Hey. 2020. 100%. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Change is possible. Can I, yeah. Can I call my ex-boyfriend? No, I'm not. Yeah. Ooh, it's <laughs> lit. Uh, so lit. It's he, so lit. He, so he lit. was mean. <laughs> uh, he could have been white and he was, still would have been mean, so that's not... Yeah. 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 So yeah, him. you forget people can be mean regardless of right? yeah. what they are. Li- All around. They yeah. Like. yeah, he called me Brooklyn when I broke up with him because I broke up with him over the phone when I was in Ireland and that movie was just out and he was like, fuck you, you're fucking Brooklyn. And I was like, nah, she stays with the American. You haven't watched the movie. Yeah. That's not a yeah. good, that's not a like, good uh, reference. I'll double like. break up with you. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, so, you're not good at movies. Anyway, he was a model <laughs> right. before. He was a bartender. Oh, man. Oh, wow. So I keep waiting for a solution. Oh shit! I yeah. said communication. Oh, yeah. You did. Okay. You did. Communication. Well, here's, here's and she also said admitting to being naive. Which come on, people I rarely don't know, man. say that. People yeah. rarely admit that. I had an ex boyfriend. He was my first boyfriend. He was white. Like whatever. I didn't start really dating dating until I was like pretty much thirty. So, mm-hmm. um, he was white from Burbank, California. Yeah, it was a real white house neighborhood. But he was just like very much the kind of white guy that has just never questioned anything outside of his bubble like Uh grew up very like solidly middle class went to college like things were just his family like supported him he lived with his grandmother just like a loser (laughs) fucking nerd guy yeah and it was the kind of thing where i'd have to like explain to him you know why i'm a democrat or like, oh, you know God. what I mean? Like, he's like, well, like, I don't really you vote. There? You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, I don't oh, think, he said God. like, I don't think about politics. It's like, oh, yeah, because you, shit, yeah. you don't <laughs> have to, you. it doesn't, oh, li- yeah. and then he's like, yeah, I guess it doesn't affect yeah. me. And like, was okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like the more I really realized like, oh no, you're just really like, it's not that no one's ever shown you. Mm-hmm. And you're mm-hmm. completely unaware. You just are like very okay. Oh yeah. You're like, oh you're no, like the world's closed. set up oh, yeah. for me. Like so closed off yeah. too. I'm fine. Oh yeah. yeah. That's and the that, type of shit. You know, and like... that's the kind of shit where like even in like Burbank and stuff, like you know, there were laws on the books where like you know redlining and things like that, where black people can't buy and live in certain neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about his grandfather lived there and like those laws. And I'm like, yeah, that's like racism. That's systematic yeah. racism. That's why you know certain minority populations are in poverty mm-hmm. because they haven't been allowed to accumulate and build wealth, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just like just. Just the like, oh, okay, yeah. like, but you know, but like, not giving yeah. a fuck, like, like really, yeah. just like, not. I never had to go down that conscious stream before and decide, like, why do people come out the other end this way? 
Like I've yeah. never had. Like he realized I never thought about it really. On that yeah. Yeah. yeah, I never thought about yeah, it, yeah, yeah. and just was really just like, oh. Yeah, I had a theory yeah. that like conservatives can be friends with liberals a lot easier for that reason because mm. it's a lot easier to not think about yeah. why you're conservative. One hundred percent. And it's a lot easier to think the other person is just naive, or, just crazy, or mm. that they'll grow out of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and, and if so, it doesn't affect a lot of people, if it doesn't affect them, they can kind of exactly. They don't have uh, to. Yeah, yeah. And um, so that's the thing. It's like, okay, I mean, we've communicated. We obviously, I mean, granted, we were like clearly just like a mismatch, but it was just like, yeah, what? (laughs) Yeah, but that's like the type. That's the type of thing that'll make you rethink the entire concept. You know, where you're just like, maybe I don't need to just. Yeah, we just need to stick with people that look like me. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the type of relationship where, where it's like, like, yeah, there was so much. Can. There was so much that it was like, he's American. He grew up. We're the same age. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a lot culturally that we should have in common that yeah. was just like, what? Where you see the one glaring difference and you're just like, ah, yeah. maybe that's it. You know? And also, like, I don't want to spend my life explaining this to you. Right? Yeah. There's, that's a big thing. I don't know why that, that made me think of this. And it's like a, a little bit different, but... uh I actually did witness racism in Ireland and I, I don't know why I just remembered it now but one of my um, co- my boss he was from um, Mauritius okay mm-hmm. and we were driving and uh, he didn't go through a red light but the police pulled us over and mm-hmm. they were really nasty to him and they were like definitely on something as well because they were just like not even really making sense and afterwards he said to me that's because they think we're interracially dating they mm-hmm. saw you in the front seat and I'm yep. telling you this yeah. is a struggle I have and so I guess look that's another thing I'm like it's easy for me to say like maybe the guys in my class like I don't know I wasn't experienced we were very nice to each other in class but maybe when mm-hmm. they went out they were experiencing something different as well and that's why I was so happy I dated my ex-boyfriend who was Irish and black because he told me a lot where I was like I wouldn't even realise that people would have said those things to you when we were like oh, from yeah. home Oh yeah, and that's then that's the other thing of I guess just if you if you can kind of communicate that to and it's not it's not that I'm an asshole for not yeah. thinking about it before but I you know well I think it's I mean and I am older now so it's different I right. guess when you grow older you get you yeah get, and I mean I think you know. the one the big issue I have is not so much that I don't think you should communicate that type of thing it's just putting the impetus on the person who's a victim of it to do the communication yeah. and I, I think um, so. Like now I'm 34. It's like I would not, I would not be in a relationship like that. that yeah, was like exactly. early days of dating. Like well, that was definitely strange. someone I should have dated in high school or something or college. Yeah. You know, like a very and first boyfriend kind of thing. Exactly. And also, it's a very common thing to like not really understand how that, deep it is. How deep it is, and also to not understand that you're going through something. Like that was a big thing from uh, me in high school, and I've talked about it before. Is that um. I used to just let a lot of things slide where I was just like, I guess this is just how yeah. it is. Yeah. And so I think if you... You swallow some, a lot of it. Yeah, and I would just like have like meltdowns uh, once like once a month, maybe once every two weeks, yeah. uh, where I would just like, I don't understand what I'm feeling right now, but I'm feeling yeah. something, and yeah. I need you guys to like stop. And so it was, I, I feel like um, to... Well, I do think there are things that should be communicated once you understand that and, like, you should be empowered to, like, communicate those thoughts to people. I think um, putting the um, impetus on someone to, like, fully understand the ways that they're being uh, talked down to or disrespected is uh, 
where I have an issue with that, I guess. Well, I also think as well, it's, a, it's like for the for the person. So like you were saying, like, what's this thing called again? Like you said the white white solution or whatever. What did you ask? The what? Why did you ask? Do you said the, the, the white final yeah, white, solution? The that's white. not what we talk. That's not. What, that's not what <laughs> we do. Here. The white well, the what final we do. solution. That's not what we do here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounds like someone made a list. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Why did you say the? What did you call it? Wait, you said that I have to give. Got a, a list, and we're getting up where a white white person can do something better. Oh, oh. So, uh, I mean, just like, how do we? How well, do we so like, once it? that's it, kind of explained, and you voice that you're like, oh, this is how I feel, or this is something. And if the person was kind of ignorant before, then I do think it's up to the person then not to be ignorant anymore and not to be insensitive and to kind of definitely be like, okay, like I think if it's like that guy sound like a fucking nightmare, it sounds like he would yeah. have always been mm-hmm. ignorant. Yeah, this is just ridiculous. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I think he's and I think age is important as well. Like you know, you have to grow up and kind of realize, be empathetic to other people's situations as well, and realize. That well, I think that I starts think, like early, yeah. early on. Yeah. But I think oh, also, white people well, like, should have more POC friends. I think yeah. that's yeah. part of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, well yeah. Have yeah. like more like your friend group, a diverse friend group. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. I, I think yeah. that's the where. A, big part of the problem comes from is when you're having to like cross cultural boundaries completely to date people. Mm-hmm. and you, you know? don't have anyone else that you know exactly you don't have a support system in that support, relationship yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah um yeah it's a lot less complicated when you have just you know a sounding board within that friend group or community or whatever and you know yeah yeah. You could be like, I said this thing, and they got mad. And they're like, yeah. 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 You shouldn't have yeah. done that. Sh- you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, exactly. They're like, really? Like, yeah. yeah. Don't pull yeah. her hair until she says. Don't. Yeah. You I wouldn't fucking touch anybody's hair. Don't. Why? Why? Is, I couldn't even believe that. Set it straight. Let them know that you're not one of them. Yeah. Get them. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even touch. touch people's dogs in the street. And people Let them know. Them. That's another you. issue as well. Yeah. You know? Get them. People just running up, grabbing your dog. People don't know boundaries in general. It doesn't matter. Get them. You need to know boundaries with everybody and everything in your personal space. Like, Get yeah, them. It's just crazy. I can't believe I, when I heard that, I think my, my friend told me and she was like, yeah, people just come with John. I was like, that's mad. Like the idea of Katie being in line at a Burger King watching some black lady get her hair touched and being like, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not okay. I don't know. Nobody is educated. Come sit down. Like, that's so yeah. funny because to me. Because people, I have really long, really, really long hair and people grab my, people like in, in subways grab my hair and I'm like, why do they think that's okay? Just because mm. I have long hair doesn't mean it's for everybody to grab. Yeah. yeah. Monkey hands on my hair. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, so I think we're reaching the end of our time. Uh, Did we solve it? Do I get any Do I get our interracial babies being made right now? Let's try to listen. Well, uh, <laughs> well, I think if we, if we're all okay with it, can I we, think we can wait, open, up, open shout it up out, for final thoughts. Shout out or, to my yeah. cousin, Evelyn Perez Sugiyama. She is Dominican. Her husband is Japanese. Wow. Their babies are precious moments oh, dolls oh, great. hey what up <laughs> that's another thing I always think about interracial dating like if we if we have a bunch of interracial babies at a certain point let's say in history we won't know what anybody is right yeah. oh. like I could look at a baby and be like oh you what you got a little uh, you got a little uh, oh, I don't know what you are like I can't even find yeah. a little baby you're yeah. just yeah. you even. gotta find the right uh, light yeah. well you, you know your people will be uh, killing everything Pange- you know, you know Pangean yes people find a way People will find a way. <laughs> <to be. laughs> yeah. Well, that's you're it. Right. Because look, look, right. sure, look, in, you know, in Ireland, 
when they're and this is a long time ago you know people still found a way to separate it you mm-hmm. know so there was like even well, let's say when the British came in it was British against Irish and then when the British left it was Irish against Irish because then we went against each other for religion so mm-hmm. you know people will always find a way and that went, that's how you get words until, like Octoroon and shit like that <laughs> what the fuck does Octoroon oh, but mean? You it means know, a person who's eighth, an eighth black that's so ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to shut that word down. Yeah. Do, do you know, like, I, I came here and I thought it was really What, is Halsley an Octoroon? Halsey? <laughs> yeah, that one. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about. <laughs> that sounded cute. Hasley sounds like Hasbro. <laughs> um, but no, when I came here, it was like, I thought it was interesting, the people, things people would say about Ireland that they don't even realize. So they'd be like, oh, do you love the IRA? And I'm like, whoa, that's like <laughs> really that's bad terrorist. Strong... Question. Or you guys still it's like? Drink- do you stand for North Korea? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. you, you know, you sell the black and tan dr- drink, which was like the ex-militant group that like murdered and raped people for years in Ireland. They would just walk into your place, and that was kind of it was like martial law. Oof. And I'm yeah. like, no. And people would be like, oh, you must love that drink. It's Irish, isn't it? I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> fucking love that yeah. drink. <laughs> There's literally a drink called an Irish car bomb. And it's like, why? Plus, but... (laughs) That's why. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But the thing with, like, especially with saying the black and tan drink, that's like people in our... Like, that's people in my my, my family who were, you know, like my grandparents who were like... And I'm like, why do you think that that this is crazy it's sold here? Yeah. It sounds like those people are ignorant to your culture. And look, Mm -hmm. the other thing is like... Yeah, then I just politely be like, no, it's like, it's really bad. <laughs> Please don't drink it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. But you know that Ben and Jerry's or the other one, what's the other one? One of the ice cream companies, it was St. Patrick's Day and they said, let's celebrate Irish culture. Because people love bloody St. Patrick's Day. And they made a black and tan ice cream. Oh and then God. Irish people were like, you know what? I think this is too fair. You need to take it off the shelves. Oh <laughs> and they took it off the shelves. And that person was like, I'm really sorry. I thought that oh. that was. And they were like, you need to do your research a little bit better. Oh, oh man. It's so no. like if they rebranded Cherry Garcia as uh, Juneteenth Jubilee, Cherry Jubilee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jubilee from the X-Men? Is that what you know? uh, Oh, uh, okay. So I think um, conclusion here seems to be that uh, we all have a little bit of learning to do. I've got a little bit of research. Fuck you, you doy. Okay, you know what? what? I knew it was going to come to this, and I didn't want it to be like this. I really love that the white woman is the first one to go as a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I know my place. (laughs) Where's the manager? (laughs) I'm the manager. I am the manager. I am. I am not. I am the. Okay, so. the solution appears to be communication. Communication uh, uh, in interracial relationships is the solution to improving those relationships. What are our takes on that? Uh, I'm going to start with Chanel. What do you think? What do I think about better communication? If you could make a uh, Shark Tank style uh, uh, investment in that solution. You know, if we get... I really think we, we should invest in technology. I just think we got to stop acting like we can trust humans to know when they're not communicating. Oh. You know, just get like a little earpiece that says, boop, boop, you're being ignorant. <laughs> okay. Let's, oh, let's boop, boop, let's listen, you know. So if we can find some, some supporting tools, some tools to help yeah. with this communication. Wearable. Something. Wearables yeah. are very on trend yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. A hat. Sector. A yeah. hat that just pops out slapping. Alice Wetterlin recently pitched. Oh, like something a, crazy. Uh, you know? I like that. Alice Wetterland, shout out to Alice for pitching, pitching the racelet. Uh, is a uh, Fitbit t- style tracker for allyship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the communication has legs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I agree. Danielle, what do you think? Well, 
kicking it off to me, Chanel, <laughs> talking about legs. And um, <laughs> speaking on that, no, um, I, I appreciate the wearable. I like that. Here's the thing about communication, though. I don't really like to hear men speak at all. Oh, yeah. That's so uh-huh. I think Fair. for me, that's a hard sell. Just communication. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't, I, I like to communicate. I don't like. know if I want to reciprocate that. <laughs> okay. So communication without reciprocation. <laughs> yes. uh, if you are the woman, POC. <laughs> mm-hmm. So basically just listen to me and do what I say. Yeah. All right. I, okay. I, I, yeah. I, okay. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? I'm okay with never reciprocating. No, no. What if I was that person? What if I was that guy? Uh, uh, when I'm in, when I'm working with my power tools, I don't even use a reciprocating saw. So that's how. Okay, I'm the. Only I don't know what that is. Oh, you joy, hey, hey, nailed him. Oh, there's a lot of mind speak there. Well, that's what I'm here for. That's what I started. That's why I started this podcast so that I could speak as a man. Oh, we know. (laughs) Men just really need a lot of. You know, there's so so few outlets for them to really speak their mind. Yeah, you know, know, and let you know where they're coming from. I mean. It's it's just that so many people are asking me for my opinion. <laughs> I just can't find the time. Yeah. I just need. I just had you to need carve a safe out. Space? I just had to d- carve out a window it's for crazy. myself. It's crazy. The other you day know, I was saying like I don't know how men feel about things. I, yeah. I don't even know how they feel. And I was just thinking people don't know how I feel. About, I, I, and you're smart. I'm smart. Yeah. I have a degree. Wow. And <laughs> you, am I using it? No. Yeah. No. Degree, what if you had a degree in communications? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so funny. Oh, that would be delightful. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, look. Um, it seems that we've gotten affirmative on communication, but I feel like we should have. We already should have. Um, uh, I think there there's a much deeper dive to be had in uh, into into this whole subject. There's a lot to unpack. I feel like maybe the subject merits a couple more episodes, uh, at least. but I think we've ended on a positive note, at least. Yeah. Are we? We did it. Yeah, Yay. we feeling good. Yeah. Um, good. Hey, well, thank you guys uh, for being on the show. This has been another episode of. Well, I'll give that a minute. Hey, um... <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dark Tank, uh, where can we find you guys on the internet? Ooh. Oh my god, drag me out at ChanelAli.com, ChanelAli.com. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chanel underscore underscore Ali. Great. com or at katieboylecomic on the Instagram and Twitter. Lit. The Danielle Perez dot com and at Diva Deluxe, no E at the end, on Instagram and Twitter. Hell yeah. And I am uh, at Professor Doye on everything. You know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming out. Thank you. Uh, thank you. This has been another episode of Dark Tank. Yay. Watch this whenever the fuck you want. Uh, and have a good week. Woo. Bye. Bye.
Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. Napa know-how. It's Love Your Car Month at Napa. And to show your car the love, get a Napa bucket for $2.99 and save 20% on almost everything you can fit inside, like car wash, car wax, and tire shine. So save some cash and look good doing it by getting 20% off with the Napa bucket. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. Minimum three items may not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 4 30